People pay money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. gentlemen to another edition of your 20 by 20 ring crew i am joe and i'm always here with my brother matt man what's going on what's going on we're back for episode 121 and uh we're gonna switch it up a little bit just Uh-oh. a just a tad we're not gonna talk wrestling man. <laughs> no we're gonna talk wrestling as always um we're going to at least start the show with focusing on just the women. I, I like so far. I, I bring this up because there are a lot of things going on with AEW right now, and then it, you know, in a broader stroke of the the ever changing paintbrush uh, that is professional wrestling. Um, there's a lot going on with women's rosters these days. Pardon me. And uh, I want to talk about a few things. So to start things off, I'm going to address a rumor here. And uh, and it's it's going to be kind of a lengthy discussion. Okay. I want your opinion and, uh, and some fantasy booking out of you. So the rumor is going on right now that AEW is looking in to having an all-female stable be created here in the near future as we are uh, in the midst of August 2021 here. And um, first of all, I want to get your opinion of of just the idea of an all-female roster, not roster, I'm sorry, an all-female stable and then what do you think about it happening in AEW before we go any further? So I'll start with the all-female stable. <clears throat> uh, I mean, the same rules apply with any stable. You you have to have the right elements and you have to have the right, I, I guess, story-driven characters or... You have to have people that are going to make an impact, no matter what. I mean, you, you have stables that exist, and they come and they go, but very few leave that lasting impact. NWO, the Four Horsemen, the Bullet Club, you know, just to name a few. You so you have to have, if, if you're going to if you're going to be a stable just for the sake of being a stable, then you're going to be there. You might have some success for a while, and then you're going to go away. Just like everybody else, but if you if you have a female stable, an all woman stable, uh, I, I I mean besides those indie feds that are already all women because they already do exist, all women yes, stable. Of course. But on a on a in a stage where it's not all female, it's never happened before. So you have this opportunity to really be impactful. The problem with this. And the, for me, as, as, a, as a wrestling fan that's not chauvinistic and open-minded, 
The only problem that you're ever going to come across with this is roster depth. No matter no matter where you're at. I'm glad you bring that up. I've got the current AEW women's roster as of August 2021. Uh, ready and waiting for you. How do you want to go about doing this? Can I just run some names down and you tell me who you'd like to see in, in there? Do go, you have an opinion? Go ever- I, I mean, I do, but I, I want to see. I want to hear what you have as far as. Uh, I'm just going to run down names. the entire. Just run down some roster. Yeah, run, run down the roster. Yeah. Here we go, Hikaru Shida. <clears throat> oh, we're starting with Hikaru Shida. I thought yes. you were naming everybody. Else. I mean, no, I can if you want me to. Um, no, let's. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and name some more people. Let's more. I, I really quick. I love how. Uh... <laughs> so I I just I typed in. Google AEW women's roster and Kip Sabian's on there. <laughs> that says some things about him. <laughs> All right. Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Leva Bates, Riho, Big Swole, Chris Statlander, Allie, Emi Sakura, who just... Uh, Announced that she will be back with the company full time. Okay. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki, Serena Deeb, Melanie Cruz, Ty Conti, Jade Cargill, Layla Hirsch, and Thunder Rosa. That's who you got to work with. A, a very big uh, clash of personalities there. Um, and I don't necessarily say it's a bad thing. I maybe maybe I, maybe I have to think a little bit more and try to be creative. But I don't. Initially, I don't hear it. I, I don't hear. It, but I, I will point out some names here. One, somebody that they're heavily trying to push, but is definitely not ready yet. This is an, an opportunity to get somebody like a Jade Cardgill over, because she certainly needs somebody in her somebody in, in her corner definitely could be that you know almost uh, if you want to compare it to anybody for lack of better uh, terms or whatever but Batista like a Batista in evolution big guy but you have much more experience like maybe a Serena Deeb for example who is at that I don't want to I don't want to keep doing this because I don't want to make this an evolution thing but you know she's your <laughs> she's your older timer she's your not comparing it to Ric Flair, but she's a Ric Flair in that sense. But she's one of the few on this women's roster that actually has legitimate professional wrestling training. Yes. From, like, years ago. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. From an actual <clears throat> professional wrestler. Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? I'm, I'm telling you. I, I mean, you look at but you look at this, and you have somebody like Thunder Rosa. You have, you know, the Joshi wrestlers, uh, Sakazaki and... and uh, Riho and and just I'm drawing a blank now, but you had you named four, you know you could easily put do that, but you know that's to me that's just too cliche at this point. Um, but you have this clash of styles. What is what is their what are they trying to accomplish? And that's that's I think that's the goal of any any good stable. What what are you trying to accomplish? You can be a bunch of of people who have nothing in common, but you're, you're you're after a certain goal. The NWO, they were after they were trying to take over the company. They were in, in, infesting 
WCW from within. The Four Horsemen, just bunch of fucking winners that are just happen to be jagoffs. <laughs> let's let's form a group together. Very, you know, very eighties of them. Bullet Club. They they were outsiders in a Japanese world, and they decided, you know what, we're we're taking over. Yeah, we're taking over. That's that's their their thing. So what what would a woman's roster in AEW? Because we're talking AEW here, what would be their their end goal? What would what were they trying to what would they try to accomplish? Because it's very difficult because you have a a a, a woman's faction that's never existed before, and you're you're sucking up if you if you start off with let's say four, a good stable usually should should start with at least four. Okay, usually it's three. You know, sometimes it could be three. But four is a good number to start with. You don't want to get too big, but you don't want to be too small. You start with these four women. And unfortunately, you're already taking a decent chunk from the women's roster. I mean, besides a championship, what are you what are you trying to do? What's the end goal? Do you do you dare do you do you dare stagger over to the other gender I don't see that happening not in AEW so that's my that's my issue there with that is that roster depth is still not quite there for me um but but what AEW does have that other companies like a WWE for example does not have as we talked about previously we talked about in last in, in, in the last episode they have the forbidden door and that's that opens up a can of worms that you know for example what Kenny Omega has done as the belt collector a woman's faction can do in, um, in various different companies an impact wrestling a new Japan well not necessarily new Japan cause that's that's all that's all men <laughs> <laughs> but you know maybe an NWA you know other independent wrestling there's the it doesn't necessarily have to be championship based but you have that opportunity to where we're taking over the wrestling world um at the top of my head i just don't have who those four women would be though that's an interesting question though we talk about the forbidden door and possible usage of it for for this purpose how realistic in your opinion how realistic is it for this new stable to not only be formed, but go run amok and um, make make an impact in in another company under the AEW uh, namesake. You know, it's it's hard for me to to say no because they've this past month, the July was a month that was full of surprises, and I don't want to jump. Because this is something that we can discuss later on on, on on this podcast. But women wrestling and this forbidden door has taken a whole new meaning with the with 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 the the announcement of an all women pay per view that's happening in NWA. It's fucking huge, man. Absolutely, it is so big, and that's involving various wrestlers from various companies. So we see that. We see how big women wrestling is. I think 
I mean, whether it happens or not, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked in this, in this, in this day and age, if we said, hey, you know what, uh, we have Thunder Rosa, and let's say she, you know, whether it's Thunder Rosa and Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker, they decide to run amok. What if they, their fourth person wasn't a member of AEW though? Let's say you it's it's a member of somebody from the Forbidden Door, like a Diana Perrazzo. You know, what if what if they they own you know, you you take you take a Britt Baker and a Diana Perrazzo who are champions in their respective companies and you start having them essentially do what Jay White's come to America to do and that's recruit. You know, I, you don't have a big roster in one specific company, but you have a huge roster if you if you put your pool together and, and again, it, it's, it's going to take a lot more creativeness than what I'm bringing to the table right now. I'll, I'll fully admit to that. I was not prepared for that question. Usually I'm not, which is fine. That's what I love about what we do though, actually. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's not a matter of talent anymore. It's not a matter of all oh, these, these, these girls can't do what the men do because they can, and, and they can do it better sometimes uh, depending on who you're talking about. you, it's just you don't have enough in one company, but I I I would love to see something like that. I think uh, I mean we're seeing women main event WrestleMania. We're seeing uh, women do a lot of things that they weren't doing before. It's a shame that WWE dropped the ball on that because they had opportunities to do that with somebody that we're seeing in the ring right now with Charlotte Flair. That should have happened a long time ago, but they never did it on the main roster. So. You know, I'm talking about the they're calling themselves the four horsewomen. The horsewomen, yes. You know, that would have been great for what they were trying to do. They're trying to establish this new regime of what professional wrestling for women is supposed to be. And yeah, they still accomplished their goal, but it it would have been really impactful to have them together, at least for a small time. But I think whatever whoever you pick I'm not. I don't love Jade Cargo. I don't really see much in her besides the fact that she built like a you know brick house. I I, I reason why I say her is because they clearly they want to push something with her. You surround her with the best of the best, and you have them go everywhere. You have them, you know, you have them show up. You know, I'm not saying every week, but I'm saying you have them show up at the big events. You have them cause chaos and 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 do it sporadically and do it surprisingly and also while they're on their main show if you are sticking with all AEW you're gonna have to quickly invest in more talent that they can steamroll over good talent not talking this fucking AEW dark shit where it's (laughs) you know I can't even think of any names right now but um, but yeah just non non name person you know you have you have you have to bring in more you have so you bring in all this talent from all over the world uh all over the wrestling world and it seems like the women's roster is still very much lacking and i blame kenny omega for that he talks a big game oh man talks a big game about women wrestling and the women's the women's division in AEW is good but it certainly ain't fucking great so you said uh, take Jade Cargill and surround her with the best of the best. Yeah. Immediately, I thought of it would be Jade Cargill if we're gonna go with the rule of four. Yeah. Jade Cargill, 
Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, and um, who was my fourth? I'm sorry. Oh, Penelope Ford. Okay. What do you think of that? Um, Serena Deeb, for, I, I, I love it. I, I, I do like that a lot. Serena Deeb for sure because she's the most seasoned veteran there. Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa, is, God, I, I don't want to do this, but it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's fucking evolution, man. It's it's what it was. I mean, who who would Thunder Rosa be? She'd be the Triple H. She would be the Triple H. She's the now. She's fucking the hottest thing going in wrestling right now. Yeah. Wherever she goes, she's a draw. She's money. And you know, you look at somebody like Penelope Ford. She's she's that blue chipper. She's that Randy Orton in, in that group, where she has all the tools. But this needs to be worked a little bit more. Jade Cargo is that big, big fucking woman like Batista that was that big man who doesn't have the experience. But man, if you put her in a ring with Serena Deeb like they did with Ric Flair and Batista, learn some things. Yes. And she can learn some things very fast. And Thunder Rosa, like I said, she's the fucking draw. She's the one that's going to get you over. And then at some point... You know, it's gonna. You know, you're gonna have somebody like Penelope Ford and and Jade Cargo that are fine, are, are actually gonna be legit talents. The way that they're booking, especially a Jade Cargo now, you, you're never gonna get her there. You you got to start her off in the beginning. You got to start her off grinding and having somebody like a Serena Deeb in her corner or in or 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 in the match with her is fucking. I love it. Um, I like I like doing a heel faction. Because that's what it has to be, I think. For I, I don't. I think what you're, what anything that you try to accomplish, I don't think being the nice guys or the nice girls is going to work. And I, I, the reason I didn't put Britt Baker in there for me, I, she just she doesn't scream faction to me for whatever reason. I just I don't see her as as part of a faction. You know what J, uh, Britt Baker would be in a, in a faction the equivalent to is an MJF. You don't need it. Right, it's, he, he it's, doesn't need the pinnacle. No, right, I know. So, yeah, she doesn't need it. She's over um, all by herself. Um, and, and I say that I'm not much of a fan, beyond be perfectly honest. But she is over. You got to give her that. Um, and it just, uh, I think where Thunder Rosa fits in with that because Britt Baker would be in that Thunder Rosa spot. You'd have to. Thunder Rosa is more of a giver than Britt Baker is, and and, and that's. Mainly off of pure talent alone. Yeah. Thunder Rosa can have a match with just about anybody and do what she needs to do to get that person over, get herself over, and entertain the fucking crowd. So, I, yeah, I don't, I agree, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, you know, the, the Japanese wrestlers, I, I think, again, they don't fit that. I think if you, t- if you make them heal, it, you're, you're going to be very aware that you're making somebody heal. You're, you know, Thunder Rosa is not necessarily a heel, but she's already that person that you just you just never know. She'll she'll beat the ever living piss out of you. <laughs> um, but the I just think the Japanese female wrestlers that they have there are just too fucking nice. Very solid wrestlers, but uh, would be a nice force to go against. And I'm not trying to put the Japanese women together. I'm not trying to be WWE here. But, <laughs> but I mean, let's face it. They, they, they. You know, they probably would be paired together at some point. But, um, yeah, I, I think. But I, I think that could definitely work. 
Um, but what would their end goal be? What what would be the point of putting them together? What what are they trying to accomplish? Well, if if you're gonna if they're gonna be a heel stable, I mean the immediate goal would be to to get that women's title off of. Uh, I'm assuming Britt Baker still has her, right? Yeah, she's still champ. And so she's coming across as a baby face right now. So there you have it. You have your heels versus the baby face, and that'll you know, that's that's one of those archetypes that will never go away and it works but after that what happens so you know do we fantasy book an all babyface team or stable uh, for Britt Baker to have and if so like what does that look like with whoever's left I mean it's in the way of like actual wrestling talent uh, you know you have uh, um the librarian Leva Bates, who I think the I think the whole reason they took her off TV uh, was so that she doesn't uh, so they can get rid of her her librarian gimmick, <laughs> and they're gonna make her into something else. So that's I think that's why we haven't seen her. But again, you're almost you're almost limited to non Asian wrestlers because of. Just the possibility of of uh, COVID issues and working visas and things like that. I mean, you you wouldn't want to. I hate to pigeonhole them all in one group, but they're almost limited to to that. I mean, even if you know Emmy Sakura is coming back full time, mm-hmm. is she staying here in the states the entire time? Like, what's the deal? So, I would hate to book that and them like, oh, you guys are gonna get separated because. Of X, Y, and Z. I think the only Japanese female wrestler they have full time is Shida. Right. I I don't think that she's going back to Japan anytime soon. So, but I I don't know. Um, so Baker and Shida. Baker and Shida. Okay. Um, who else? Who else you got on that? Well, list? you got uh, Leva Bates. Okay. Nyla Rose. Definitely not. She's a heel. <laughs> Riho. Big okay. Swole, Chris Statlander, Allie, Emi Sakura, Yuka Sakazaki, Melanie Cruz, Tay Conti, and Layla Hirsch. I could see, I could see a, a Tay Conti. Okay. Um, definitely improving. She's also getting into MMA now. Well, she's already uh, she already has a black belt. And yeah. Very, so yeah. So, um, well, Layla Hirsch doesn't do a whole lot for me, but I could I could almost see that because I mean she she would be that type. I mean if you're if you're building a, a stable simply just to even if it's just like a like a short term thing, like hey we're we're gonna eliminate these other girls or. They're completely obliterating us. We can't take them on by ourselves, so we have to form this form this faction. We have to form this alliance because Sheeta and, and Baker got history. We have to form this alliance. It, it, it's an uneasy uneasy alliance, but we got to form this. I can see Layla Hirsch being part of that. A Ty Conti could be a part of that. Um, 
Who was after uh, Sakura? I, I, I can't remember. I have a bad memory. Oh, you mentioned Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander's a no because she's involved in other shit. Mel- I, Melanie Cruz. Why is she not... She's not... She's not ringing a bell. I... She a dark. She on dark. dark. Probably darker, darker. Yeah, darker, darker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say, I say no to that. Um, yeah, I, I think a Ty Conti or or a Layla Hirsch could could work. But 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 what about this though? All right, okay. So that's AEW versus AEW. Yeah. What if you expanded it again? That that I mean, you could do that, but then. You know, you expanded. What What if they're not after just AEW Gold? What if they're we're going after Impact Wrestling, and then maybe maybe go after NWA and something else? Okay? okay. And then, what if that faction, that rival faction, that you know that these these women are taking that they're 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 that they formed? What if it's based off of various different companies? Say, hey, you steamrolled over over us and we want you know like again we can't we didn't do it on our own you know they're a heel faction maybe they they won matches that were not necessarily clean and just strengthen numbers and we're we're forming this uneasy alliance and you do it it culminates at a major pay-per-view event and 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 again it's just a way of getting that what my question is what the hell is the point of this female faction? Because you can have, you can be, you could be a faction like the Pinnacle, and have no fucking purpose, <laughs> and just and just be cool for a while to some. I don't think they're cool, but well, be cool that's, to some. isn't that the problem with AEW as a whole and factions? Factions galore. It's just like everybody's in a fucking faction, but dollar store factions. But there, there's no none of there's no rhyme or reason to half of them. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, for me, if I'm fantasy booking this, we, we take the original four that we mentioned, make them heal, right? Yep. And they're not necessarily after the title. What they're after is to put all the other women out of business. So they just run, they just go run roughshod over everybody else. Heal or babyface, doesn't matter. They just go and obliterate or, or attempt to that's a better word attempt to obliterate the rest of the entire AEW roster that way you could you could um, if there ever was COVID issues there you go there are you know we use that as a cover-up um, th- this this performer's not here anymore we ran her out of here or we destroyed her whatever you know um, and then by doing that you put pressure in in a story anyway. You would put pressure on the rest of the roster to react. Well, who better to react than your current champion? Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, what kind of fucking champion are you? So that uh, starts the conflict between whoever's champion and that stable. Okay. And then I can't do it on my own because there's four of them and only one of me. I need help. So I got to go start recruiting. You know, mm-hmm. and that's how you you get that next stable. I'm not saying that that's a foolproof fantasy booking idea there, but it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, um, it's it's just so tricky, man. It is. It's, it's very tricky. Again, you just lack 
so much and you have to bring in that revolt that, that forbidden door or at least consider it because no matter what if you're if you're running if you're if you're running through your aw roster including the not fully signed not the full-time roster you're gonna run out fast and the beauty of a faction with with men is that you have your tag team you have you know your individuals but the individuals and they have different things going on and whether they're they're fighting for belts or not everybody seems to have something with the women's division you have one title so there can only be one champion and then your your roster again is just so so tight man this is so tight that you you're going to run out of things pretty fast um that's why I say Forbidden Door because that opens up Pandora's box a hell of a lot more. But to your point about the uh, foreigners, whether it's COVID related or not, the problem with doing the Forbidden Door is that you now have to have faith in, in another company to do business. And that's not always easy either. So it's it's a really tricky subject. I, I, I am for it though. I, I think it's cool. I think it's a cool concept. But it's just—it's really fucking hard, and 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 I'm gonna be curious to see how they pull this one off. Moving on, if you guys uh, have any suggestions, comments, what have you, about your picks for an AEW women's faction, please get a hold of us twenty x twenty crew at gmail dot com, uh, facebook dot com slash groups slash twenty x twenty talk. Uh, I'm really interested. I'm interested to hear what uh, what everybody has to say. And yeah. uh, again, it is it is very very tricky. But moving on, uh, speaking of uh, women in professional wrestling, don't know if you heard this yet or not, but for the first time ever, the WWE is doing a Queen of the Ring tournament. Yes, I I I, I saw the the headline. Uh. It's interesting because this was, if I'm not mistaken, this was put out, this news was put out after the NWA released that they were going to, released the news that they were going to do an all-women's pay-per-view. This isn't the first time WWE has been reactive as opposed to proactive when it comes to shit like this. Uh, and, and who should be surprised at this point but that's besides the point I have rosters here for both Raw and Smackdown okay let's go through them let's, let's book 16 we'll 16 do, we'll do 16 okay. so we're gonna do 8 from Smackdown 8 from Raw we, are we, we're, we're just including Raw and Smackdown no NXT I, you know what I to be honest with you the way NXT gets disrespected all the fucking time I don't think they're going to be a cough, part of cough, it. Cough, cough, carrying cross. Yep. Cough, exactly. cough, Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't think, honestly, I don't think there's r- room. Yeah, I got to get something for this cough of mine. <laughs> you, you know, I'm, real quick, you, you knock off four of the best at NXT and you lose in like five minutes Jeff Hardy. So. Yeah. I'm not letting that one go. Uh, no, no one should. <laughs> no one should. All right. Let's, before I before I go off, man, let's name some names here. 
<laughs> Queen of the ring. Stay, stay on top. Uh, before we start, <laughs> uh, we always have wrestling on in the background. Uh, this week on the big screen, the unnamed big screen. Yeah, yeah, we still got to name this. Um, we're watching uh, WWE Monday Night Raw from... The, the last Monday of July. The last Monday of July, thank you very much. I still have to find something on the second TV. Uh, that's Ultron. Right? Wasn't it Ultron or Russell? Oh, it was Russell Tron. Russell Sorry. Tron. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget you. it. And I forgot where I put the, the piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote it down while I had my laptop right in front of me, by the way. So. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> by the way, Peacock finally added, as of this recording, they finally added uh, the NWA stuff. But still, nice. no Clash of the Champions. I don't I don't where's, know what that's all about. Where's Clash of the Champions at, man? Why is it the last thing added? But anyways, um, I want to put on some old NWA. Sweet. So we're going to do that. They added more years, too. So that that's always good. Absolutely. We'll throw some on from, uh, what do you want to do? 85, 86? Let's do 86. 86, okay. There we go. Four horsemen vow to get revenge on Dusty Rhodes for his recent actions. This should be good. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start with the SmackDown side of things. Okay. So I'll name off the roster. I want you to to fantasy book eight individual entrants for the SmackDown side of things in this Queen of the Ring tournament. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Zelina Vega. Okay. Tony Storm. Tegan Knox. Tamina, Sonya Deville, which, no, that's got to be wrong because she's... Yeah, she's not wrestling She's anymore. not wrestling I, anymore. I don't know what's going on with that, but she's not wrestling. Thanks a lot, Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I still love it. Uh, Shotzi. Okay. No, Sasha Banks. Natalia. Naomi. Mia Yim. Liv Morgan. Carmella. Bianca Belair. And Bailey is on here, but if you guys don't know, Bailey's out with a torn ACL. Um, so we she, can't add her. Yeah, we can't add her. She's going to be out for like another eight to nine months. Eesh. So Yeah, it sucks. Get well quicker. Yeah. Um. So we're name, We're picking eight names out of that list. Eight names. Okay. Well, you got to go with easy ones. You got you to you put in Tony Storm. Okay. You got to put in Sasha Banks. I'm assuming champions are not like champions are allowed to be in here, right? Or... From what I understand, yeah, there's I don't think there's a limit. Okay, so Bianca Belair. Okay. Uh, I, me personally, I would love to see a Shotzi Blackheart, or she's a Shotzi now. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm gonna put her. I'm gonna put her on the maybe side too. You know, well, it might be easier if I had visual because I, I have a really bad memory. I'm That's sorry. okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't do well at memory games. Because we see Santa Claus in the <laughs> in the audience on Raw during this Damian Priest versus uh, you forgot the white guy. Yeah, I forgot Sh- the white Sheamus. guy. Seamus, Seamus, thank you. <laughs> All right, who do I got? I got Sha- uh, Sasha Banks, Tony Bian- Storm, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair, and uh, you said Shotzi's a maybe. Shotzi's a maybe. Uh, B- Bailey's off. She's she's hurt. Right. Um, are are we doing this based off of straight wrestling? 
Do, do, do you want gimmicks? Do you do? You... Well, who whoever you think's gonna work best in this Queen of the Ring tournament? I w- I would put. I, I like so, so sports entertaining. I would like somebody <laughs> that's got size. Um, I like or not size necessarily, but like a variety. So sure, I, that's yeah. kind of the reason why I lean towards somebody big like a like a Tamina. You know what? She's a in different the, kind of match. And you know what? In that Money in the Bank, this this previous Money in the Bank, in that match, she was what she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be in there as uh, the the archetypal monster. Yeah. And she was. They they, they it, got it, it over it, right. Yeah, it yeah. Was, they got it right. It was awesome. Um. Well, Natalia, if we're going to take off injuries, Natalia is hurt too, right? Oh, she just got hurt. You're absolutely yeah, right. So, so she's out. She's out. Uh, Tegan Knox hasn't done anything yet, but she's also hurt. So. Shit, who are you fooling? <laughs> she just looks at the fucking ring wrong and she gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> she got no knees, man. No knees. Um, uh, man, I, I gotta I gotta upset somebody every week. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, let's see, Sonya Deville is not wrestling anymore for whatever reason. Um, I, I, even though we said no Tegan Knox, like I mean, she's also a maybe. Mia Yim, well, you gotta have her if you're gonna go wrestling. So where, where am I at now? I'm at six, right? I believe so. Belair, let's do this again. Let's do this count again. Belair, uh. Banks, Shotzi, Tamina. I'll I'll throw Knox in. I'll okay. throw Storm. Or Storm's already been. Yeah, in. Storm's in. That's six. Let's do. Let's do. Let's. Even though she's getting shitted on, let's do Zelina Vega. Okay. And then uh, I'm gonna go with somebody that has a lot to prove, but has you know now she she started in as one of those pretty faces, but she's actually tr- looks like she's trying. So I'm gonna throw in Liv Morgan. Okay. I'm gonna throw Liv Morgan. I also would have thrown Liv Morgan in. Okay. Yes. All right. So, do you want to name your eight, or should I just go jump straight to Raw? Um, I'm actually okay with your eight. I I think that works. Okay. Um, I I'd, I'd say my the only one that I probably would take out again because this is the WWE. I would replace Tegan Knox with Carmella. Only because of the way they're pushing Carmella, I think um, I think it would lend a little a little more entertainment to the tournament, and, that, and that's the only reason. Okay, I just I worry. Yeah, if you're going to base off that, I worry that you know Carmella has a deep run and she shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, because but you're you're right though. That that is something that they would do though. That's absolutely a WWE thing. Um. Jumping into to Raw, you want to name off that roster? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, Nia Jax. Uh, I'm not mentioning her. She's on maternity leave. Okay. Eva Marie, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke, Charlotte Flair. Um. We'll get back to her in a second. Asuka, Aaliyah, Alexa Bliss, and then my one if, because her return is imminent, is Becky Lynch. I think Becky Lynch is going to be in the tournament. If they you do think it. so? I, I mean, she'll definitely be around if they're, if they're doing it soon. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're going to go past SummerSlam and not see Becky Lynch. But do you put her in the tournament? 
I mean, if you want it to be good, you do. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Um, not that not that uh, things have to make sense in the WWE or professional wrestling for that matter, but do you have a specific reason for her to be put into the tournament? Does she have a purpose? Storyline wise, yeah, I, I think I think it can go either way. More than likely, I think a lot of people will say no because she's. And she'll say herself, she's the most over thing in the women in the women as far as the WWE women roster is concerned. But you know, you could also write it off in another way too, where say, hey, while you were off, you know, having you know, starting a family, wrestling passed you by, and you're not what you used to be anymore. So does this, does this become uh, sort of a proving ground all over it could again be. for her? You could okay. you, you could make it that way. I don't know if it if it, if if we're going based off of WWE currently, I don't know if you if you do go that route because again, as soon as she comes back, it, you're, you're going to blow the roof off the building. So if it, if it were to happen immediately, I would say no. But if you wait. You know, let's let's say they they fucked they 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 they, they surprised everybody and, and, and Becky Lynch comes back and fucking crowds going crazy and then she loses all of her matches because we realize hey nine months off or however long she's been off been longer than nine months it's not a good thing for a wrestler and instead of having her come back and immediately snap your finger and say hey I'm back I'm the best thing have her do that but then have her co- have her come back and have her lose. Especially people like a Bianca Belair lose to a, a Rhea Ripley or somebody like that. These hey, these young girls are kicking my ass, and maybe I'm not what I used to be anymore. So yeah, I if you waited and did it. So if this was a, maybe something that happened later this year or early next year, maybe yeah, for sure. But right now, if you're gonna do it around you know August or September, yeah, it's gonna be harder to do that storyline. Okay. But if you want. I could pick eight out of this list and, and, and skip Becky Lynch for now. Let's do that for we'll, now. We'll make her a wild card. Yeah, She's yeah, wild card. absolutely. Okay. So, uh, you got to do Alexa Bliss for both character and talent. Okay. Um, you got to have Asuka. And, 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 and you, can, you can't do anything about the, in the women's division without Asuka. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you're going to throw in people like Sasha Banks and all that, you got to put in Charlotte Flair. Um you have to have like that Nikki Nikki Ash or ASH whatever Nikki Ash Nikki Ash she she's that I mean she's a good wrestler the, the gimmick's terrible but it's that potential hopeful you know what I mean that, that somebody that maybe gets as far as potentially even the semifinals I, I don't necessarily book it that way but okay. you have that that hope so that's four right yeah I, I gotta learn how to count <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Real Ripley. I, I I know they're not they don't they're not in love with her anymore, but I still I still like Shayna Baszler a lot. Me too. Uh, um, let's see here. You got Dewdrop, which is uh, uh the, what was her name Piper and Piper Nevin. Yeah. Dewdrop and and Ava Marie. You don't put both of them in there. But you pick one. You pick one. Okay. Uh, uh, if for me, it would be Ava Marie, only because this is her her second attempt at the company. Mm-hmm. She needs to do something. 
Because mm-hmm. that first time around was fucking horrible. But she's not doing anything now either. Uh, that's no, why, I that's know. That's why she has dewdrop. Yeah, yeah. she's oh, <laughs> she's got to do something. But I I I go to Ava Marie too because that's the heel. Ava Marie does very little work. Dewdrop keeps fucking chiming in. Yeah, it's that heel work. Uh, that's that seven. Um, so, God, I don't want to put Nia Jackson. Uh, I don't even think Aaliyah's been on TV yet, to be honest with you. Okay. I think she's been doing house show or dark dark matches. <sighs> I mean, Dana Brooke doesn't do anything for me either. <laughs> but she can wrestle. She can wrestle, yeah. She doesn't hurt people like uh, Nia Jax does. But if, you, if we're being perfectly honest, it, it'll be Nia Jax in there. That's a sad state of affairs. Unless we can take her out, put Becky Lynch. So. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Nia, Nia Jax would probably be. And, and again, also too, that also adds to that. If you if you're doing if you're doing a SmackDown bracket and a Raw bracket, that adds that big wrestler. Okay. Except for she doesn't do it right like Tamina does. <laughs> so. Now my next question. Yeah. Now that we've booked all sixteen. Yeah. Do you do? Do you keep it a Raw? bracket and a SmackDown bracket have the brackets worked out on those respective shows and then the winners meet at a pay-per-view or an event or do you mix make it a pay-per-view and mix the brackets and then just have have that happen throughout the throughout the night it'll like like the old King of the Ring used to be It'll certainly be more entertaining if you have that mixture. Like, think of uh, the current, the, the 2021 Home Run Derby we saw last month. Yes. The first round was American League versus National League. So you saw, you saw not that you see, you know, one-on-one battles, but, like, you, you would see a matchup that you, would never, you wouldn't see usually. Sure. You know, so I like, for me, I like that because if you have brand extensions, you're not going to get SmackDown wrestlers versus Raw wrestlers a lot. You're not going to get a, let's say, a, a Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss match anytime soon. So even though that's not the finals, you don't want to put those women in the finals. If that's you know, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. You at least can have that match, and and for one night only, you can say, hey, tonight you're going to see Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss. Now, in the coming rounds, are you going to see some SmackDown versus SmackDown, Raw versus Raw potentially? Mm-hmm. But for that first round, at least. So for the first eight matches, you're going to get matches that you haven't seen before. Instead of just getting one time. Okay. So I, I, I like it better that way. But either way works for me personally. But if, I, if I'm if i picking, you're asking my opinion, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with the Raw versus SmackDown in one night. Or on the first round, I mean. Uh, speaking of women in wrestling... <laughs> This, uh, the, <laughs> the NWA episode world uh, or world championship wrestling, which was the, which is the old NWA, uh, TV show in studio. This happens to be how serendipitous this happens to be the, um, the episode that aired at the, the week after Tully Blanchard beat baby doll live on TV um which I'm just I'm surprised because of the day and age we live in yeah. and peacock has been censoring the hell out of 
It's not edited. Things left and right, and it is clearly not edited as we just watched. Uh, she got she got muffed, and that's putting it lightly. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Um, interesting time, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you do you make a pay per view out of Queen of the Ring? And try to run it all in one, uh, like the entirety of of the tournament in one night? Or do you do the qualifying matches on your Raws and your SmackDowns and, and then just do semifinals and finals the night of? I, I like the spreading it out a little bit. Okay. Um, you get to spread it out with, with fans. Um, you get to spread it out uh, just for... Your weekly show and sponsorships, and also too, if you're doing a 16 woman tournament in one night, that's what happens sometimes. Is that that last match is not necessarily that good. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of gassed because you worked too many, you worked three matches prior. So um, doing two matches a night, I think, is is kind of a limit that people should do. So if we're doing it that way, yeah, and they decide to make. Uh, the semifinals and finals part of a pay-per-view event. <clears throat> do does the do those matches take main focus, even though it's not necessarily the like say, let's say they have the tournament and then it culminates at SummerSlam mm-hmm. during SummerSlam. So maybe SummerSlam's a bad example, but do you take? the main theme or the main idea of the pay-per-view and make that the focus or do you make the Queen of the Ring matches the focus? Do you make the the actual tournament the focus or that's what I'm asking. I'm confused. So like if if they did the tournament <clears throat> yeah on TV and then part of it on pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. When you get down to the semifinals and the finals, if those matches are going to take place on a pay-per-view, are those your main events? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um it doesn't have to be to still be respected. Okay. Um, it's certainly that last women's match has to be, I, I would say, your co-main event. But c- could it be? Yeah, of course it can. I mean, they, they've main event at WrestleMania. They they can main event anything. Um, yeah, it, it can be, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Uh, we've had successful King of the Rings in the past where it wasn't the main event. Um, so... To be fair, if you know, we're talking about equality, does it doesn't have to be? No. Should it be? It just depends on who you book, honestly. Um, if you're booking somebody that, you know, let's say a Liv Morgan, like, hey, this is going to be a, a career booster for her. You don't put her in the main event because she's not ready yet. But if it's, you know, Asuka versus, you know, I don't know, Charlotte Flair or, or obviously not ready, but... You know, Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Could that main event? Of course it can. Um, so it just depends on what you what you how you book it. If you book it as a blue chipper, like a Liv Morgan, if anybody's winning this tournament that's not um, already established, it's her. I agree. That that's gonna be my pick. Out of everybody you booked, I'd pick her to win. Mm. Yeah. And and you know, you talk about the you know, comparisons to the King of the Ring. The King of the Ring was a uh, was this idea that hey we can get this next talent over Steve Austin a and that's, H. I guess that's my final question about all this is what 
what is the ultimate prize here? Is minus the the gimmick uh, of being queen of the ring? Uh, is there a trophy involved? Do they get a title shot for you for your money? What would you like it to be? Maybe it's very you know Japanese of me, but you know I always feel like title shots are always nice for winning tournaments. But you know, so long as you, I, I also, I also don't like this. Every time somebody wins the King of the Ring, they gotta work. They gotta fucking have the crown and the scepter, and maybe even the, you know, the 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 robe. The robe, or and it's like, oh god, you know, like how long was was Baron Corbin fucking King Corbin? Like fucking three years of. And now he can't afford his cars, <laughs> and he's eating fucking spam or whatever the fuck spaghettios. His kids eating spaghettios. He can't afford my time. Yeah. So, but um, <laughs> I, I so I don't like that you know a lot. Um, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily have to have a title shot, but at the same time, I I, I think if you're going to have her get over on a very impressive roster, you might as well let her let her have a shot at the belt. But I don't think you have her win it though. Okay, I think if you if you win Queen in the Ring. She gets a champion. What is she? She's SmackDown. So yeah. let's say she gets Bel Air. Have her, have, her, have her put on a show. Put on a show. Have a good match. Lose. And now make her hungry. Okay. As long as she continues to improve and you, you continue to book her in situations where she can be successful, yeah, she doesn't need to be champion anytime soon. You know, back in the day, you talk about Austin and, and Triple H. They weren't world champions right away. You know, Yes, it helps that the fact that the, the the male roster has secondary titles like the IC title and the European title back then. But yeah, it, it, there's there's good ways of booking her without making her without taking the title off of your current champions. So, but yeah, out of out of that, like I think Liv Morgan, uh, if she continues on this path that she's on, I think she's onto something, and, and that would be a. A really good, uh, really good booster career because that's what the, again that's what the King of the Ring was supposed to be, except for Mabel. So <laughs> because of, but then again, he did almost join the NWO. Oh Lord! Uh, before we wrap things up, I do want to talk a little bit about the the all women's NWA pay per view. Okay, uh, I'll give you the the roster rundown and. Um, I want your opinion on what you'd like to see, uh, if if anything in specific. Um, it's going to be on Fight TV, I believe, as and I think it's part of their NWA subscription. It's like five bucks a month. But uh, again, NWA they they're taking the they're obviously they don't have a, a very big roster either. But uh, here it goes. Uh, you've got genocide. Camille, which is their current uh, world's women's world champion, uh, Kylie Ray, brand new signee to the NWA, uh, Molina, Mickey James, back for another run as as, as uh, part of the NWA this time, Serena Deeb, which she is signed to AEW, but I, I guess she's still doing um, certain NWA dates. Okay, uh, Sky Blue. And Taryn Terrell. That's it, man. That's all you got. So, uh, what do you think? Um, I know they're doing uh, a, a, 
they're in the midst of a championship series, so you will see uh, Camille defend the title against somebody. I'm not sure who it is uh, right off the top of my head, but other than that title shot, what other matches would you be interested in seeing? Well, we know Deanna Peraza is going to be on that show. Right, she did get booked. Um, so I'll, I'll book Deanna Perrazzo with somebody, and it may not be who you expect, but you be talking about upstarts mm-hmm. and giving them that respectable match. I think this is a match that can get her over, and I'm talking about Sky Blue. Okay. I think if you if you haven't paid attention to Sky Blue yet, um, you should. You should be looking at her. Like, I'll say the same thing that Joe said very early on in this podcast a few years back about a, a young girl named Tony Storm. She just gets it. She does. She does get it. And that's what Sky Blue is. She just she just gets the business, and whoever whatever powers that be that are out there need to sign this girl before you see her in an NXT ring. Um, oh, I mean she's NWA, so NWA needs to get their shit together. Right? Yeah, <laughs> keep her. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to see that match. Um, I know, I, I I don't think Mickey James and some people have have said Mickey. I'll oh, give me James versus Prazo, but I don't know if Mickey James is going to be competing. But at the same time, I, I I guess that works too. Okay. But I will. I I think this is an opportunity to give current versus future. Uh, instead of current versus past, because I mean, with all due respect, that's what Mickey James is. Um, that's a match that I want to see. I just I don't really have much more because I don't know what kind of uh, outside talent you're going to get. Because you know you're going to get some outside talent for the show. Minus Perazzo. My yeah. Right. So I you know I don't I don't know how forbidden this forbidden door is going to be, but. Uh, yeah, I'm. Regardless, I'm. I'm fucking excited. I think it's about time. Does uh does Velvet Sky get involved? Even though she's turned commentator, you think she she gets the wrestling bug again and decides to get involved and uh, physically in the ring at some point in the night? Potentially. Um, I don't necessarily. Me personally, I I can care less about a Velvet Sky uh, competing again, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I think when we saw during the WWE All Women pay per view is that everybody wanted every every woman that could be wanted to be part of the uh, part of part of everything, and whether you belong there or not. <clears throat> cough, cough, Bella Twins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I could totally see that. I mean, because again, I mean, how, how many? How many all-women pay-per-views on a bigger level have we seen? <laughs> None. Besides WWE. Yeah, just the one years yeah. ago. And that was supposed to be the beginning of this huge yeah. women's revolution. And then now they're like eight nope. steps back. Yeah. <laughs> so. They might as well do bikini contests again. Shit. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Uh, was that like fucking pudding matches and yeah, bond panties matches, all that shit? What the fuck? Evening gown, evening gown, matches, yeah. Oh that my one. god! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna we're gonna wrap things up this week. Uh, <laughs> if you 
If you have any comments, questions, or the like, please don't forget to hit us up, 20x20crew at gmail.com. Uh, we're always interested in fantasy booking along with you you folks. Uh, you can also catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 20x20crew is our official Facebook page, facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk is our Facebook group. Come talk to us about um, the Queen of the Ring or the NWA women's all-women's pay-per-view or the potential uh, AEW stable that might be happening. And then um, don't forget, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Please feel to reach out to us over there too with the handle at 20x20crew. And of course, our home on the web, 20x20crew.com. All past episodes, merchandise, and the whole nine. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Another one in the bag, episode 121. I always want to end it like 121, come get your fun, or some bullshit like that. Like they do at Portillo's. Yeah, I was going to say, you work at Portillo's? <laughs> a real quick story. <laughs> 122, don't be a fool. Yeah. We were, we were at a Portillo's uh, near the city of Chicago. Literally right outside the city. Uh, I was on a family outing with my wife, my daughter, and my mother-in-law. We had went to go see some... Uh, oh, we went to the Botanical Gardens. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome place to be. Sure. Um, so we, get, we go do Portillo's afterwards, and there's this little Dominican lady at the counter doing the whole rhyming spiel. 121, come get for fun. You know, whatever. <laughs> and... So, um, you know, we get our number and I told my daughter, I was like, Hey, let's go, let's just go up near, stand up there just in case we miss our number. That way we could just grab the food. So she comes with me and this lady, she has her shit down packed. Okay. She is, she's rhyming away and she's got it all working. And there's uh, there's a, a blonde chick that comes walking by. She's up there to get her food, and she's like, "Oh my God, you looking good!" You know. And so th- <laughs> I, this little Dominican lady's gotta yeah. be like in her fifties, right? <laughs> you looking good. You're so beautiful. You know. She's she's just fucking buttering up. You know. And okay, here your food. You know. Hold on, let me make sure I got all your. Your utensils and napkins. I gotta, I gotta take care of you. I want you to come back, you know. So this lady is blushing beyond anything, you know. Sure, sure. And so she leaves. She's a very happy customer. <laughs> so off to the side, opposite side of us, you see this. Uh, I would say like late twenties brunette woman, and she's standing there with a guy. Okay, clearly. They are an item. They're mm-hmm. dating. Uh, just by, you know, they're like giving each other pecs and things like that. And the lady at the at the counter for Portillo's is not necessarily paying attention other than she realizes this is a pretty lady. So numbers keep getting called and the, the brunette walks over to the the counter and she's like did you call my number and she's like wow look at you you're so beautiful 
She's like, hold on, let me see. So she looks, she's like, no, not yet, but we're working on it, we're working. She's like, wow, you look good for being a mom. And she pointed to the guy that she was with. So the lady oh. at the desk thought <laughs> that was her son, and I don't know how she got that idea, but... And she's like, no, this is my boyfriend. And got completely fucking offended. <laughs> and she's like, well, you still look good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening to us. And uh, episode 121 is in the books. Please go support professional wrestling. Uh, mul- a multitude, a plethora, if you will, of shows out and about right now. Dude, there's like nonstop. Man. Yeah, nonstop. non-stop. Whether, whether you're going to do it um, on on streaming or uh, live in person, please go support pro wrestling and um, just go have a good time. That's all we ask. Get out and be safe, obviously. You know, just if, if masks are... Our thing, please wear a mask and, and you know, go get vaccinated and, and whatever. But please enjoy pro wrestling. And if you didn't know by by listening to this episode, uh definitely support more women wrestling. Yes. <laughs> please. <laughs> first uh, first ever all women episode. So shouts out to making sh- history. Yeah, Joe. shouts out to Shine, shouts out to Shimmer. Um who've been doing it for a long time. A long, long so, time. Absolutely. So, and um yeah. Uh, until next time, I've been Joe. You've been Matt. I had to think about that for a second. Sorry, I forget my name all the time. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that I've been Matt. You've been Joe. Oh, that's that's awesome, fine too. Well, yeah. Um, I digress. Uh, uh, you you people have always been fan fucking tabulous. And until next time, we will see, see you, you in the, the ring. ring.